You're with SBS Radio. Find more great stories in your language at sbs.com.au. Auntie Beryl is a Gamilaroi elder, educator, mentor, businesswoman, role model, mother and founder of uh, the National Center for Indigenous Excellence's Job Ready Program. And we are catching up today as Auntie Beryl is uh, embarking on a new initiative in the context of National Reconciliation Week. Welcome to NITV Radio, Auntie Beryl. Oh, thank you. Very happy to be here. We're catching up as you're embarking on a, a new initiative, working with a French startup, Delidor, to deliver fresh French foods to homes with native ingredients. It's uh, exciting for me and it's something, you know, that came up and um, I've spoken to the company and the guys and, um, yeah, we all clicked. And for me, it's exciting because it's putting our um, indigenous products out there for everybody now to share and taste and i've got the opportunity to do it so why not you know yeah no it's exciting to have indigenous ingredients uh of course, uh, made also to get uh, the other communities to know about these ingredients because uh, it's not your daily ingredients you find in your supermarket. Can, you can't just walk into a supermarket and find lemon mato or finger lime. These are specialist uh, ingredients. Yeah, that's right. But uh, now people are starting to grow a lot of the native ingredients. But the one thing about native ingredients is they're seasonal as well. So, like you said, it is pretty hard to find them but uh, um, now it's starting to all come together and a lot of the products are now going online so people have um, access to them and um, um, buyers and people that want to use it in abundance or you know and put it out there Delhi door I've had the opportunity to do it now with my recipes and I think it's a great venture for me to have. And it's about sharing, you know. What recipes are you sharing with them? Your cuisine is completely different. Oh, yes. How does this it's, blend together? It's totally different. But what we've shared was, uh, like, I have um, did some uh, a kangaroo stew with them, which is quite simple with some... Uh, bush tomato flavours and uh, um, we've got a, a spice out there. It's all spice, like it's made up of uh, wattle seed, uh, bush tomato, lemon myrtle and all the ingredients and it is in dry form. So I added that to it and then it's made with fresh kangaroo uh, and it's rump. When researching for this interview, I saw that uh, there's a barramundi dish as well on offer. You're welcome. Um, I just marinated it in lemon metal and a bit of oil. And uh, it was I'm the best barramundi I'm telling you that I tasted. You'll see it in the photograph. It's so beautiful. Even the girl that I work with at Tramby College, I work over there as well. Oh, she said, oh, this is the best of barramundi I've ever tasted. But I just marinated it with a little bit of lemon myrtle and oil and then I just pan fried it and cooked it in the oven for a few minutes. Just put wrapped it in a paper bag. The paper bag I washed and soaked and just let it drain on a cake rack and then put the paper bag on flat and then put it like a top on it. You'll see the photograph when I 
ask Jack for that photograph. And is this a traditional uh, way of cooking? Yeah, well, everybody cooked in paper bark or they cooked in gum leaves and like it's like um, they cooked in earth ovens or on an open fire. I was taught how to cook on an open fire and the hot coals and all that. So I brought that into my cooking as well. Delicious. Yeah, it's very simple. You just get the paper bark and you soak it in water yeah. and then you let it um, mince it off and then let it drain on like a cake rack. And then when you're ready to put your um, fish in, you can do a whole fish. And if you do a whole fish, you just stuff it with some lemon or lime and just let it cook, lay it on the paper bark and cover it with a, a piece of uh, paper bark. Or you can do it in little parcels and then do the same thing and then serve it on the paper bark if you wanted to. That's mouth-watering. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's great. I, I always think about how I can do things and how I can create and, and make it. Food to me is an art. You know, you have to make food look good, even if you just make a food at home. Because if you make food look good on a plate, then people will eat it. Yeah, because like you can't have everything that's orange and not have a bit of green, have carrots there and peas together or something like that. You've got to look at it. So to yeah, me, yeah. food is an art, and that's yeah. what I do when I'm thinking about food. These uh, special dishes, would they be available only for a limited time or it's something that's going to be... Uh, no, it, it, it'll be, it'll be um, available for quite a while, I'd say, yeah. because it's going to be... The, chefs go, the French chefs are going to cook it yeah. and then they'll freeze it and then they'll put it online and sell it. And then um, with that... Um, which is another venture that I'm entering into. We'll have a non-profitable side of our other venture, which is our elders, um, um, elders um, estate, I call it, um, that I'm involved with. So that will have a non-profitable side of it. So 10% of what they sell will go back into our uh, estate. I don't want to call it a nursing home. Yeah, and I was talking to them earlier. They said they want to build a kind of a, a special home for elders uh, in uh, Western Sydney. Yes, that's it. I'm a big part of that. <laughs> Auntie Margaret and I had a dream, and that's the dream. We don't want to go into high rises. We just want to be on one level. Yeah. And uh, so that's all happening now, and we're... we're you know, uh, doing that and it'll, it will come together. And it's the first of its kind in Sydney um, that will be for Aboriginal elders. How do you envision this uh, house to be? Is it going to be, you said it's just one level, so which is a so good thing? So it'll be like a, a, a villa-style estate. How big will it be? How many? Um... Uh, well, we'll have 52 houses there. That's what the plan is. But if the land that we um, acquire is bigger, then there'll be more homes put on there and there'll be two and one bedrooms with all the facilities, like a little uh, kitchen and, um, and we'll have gardens and all that 
on the estate to walk around in and there'll be like a shuttle bus going to and from shopping centres so we won't be locked in. That's quite an ambitious project, just Oh, it's happening, it's happening. Let me tell you, <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, no, you make things that seem to be impossible, you make them happen, Auntie Beryl. That's, uh, yes, well, if you put in the hard yards, well, first of all, you have a vision, then you have the plans, and you put in the hard yards, then it come to fruition. That's been me all my life. And this is done in a context because I can't help but ask this question because Daily Door wants to bring some kind of fine cuisine to people's homes at an affordable price. And also yourself, your motto, the way the thing that drives you. I've read this on your website. This is just the word that goes around. You're passionate about bringing healthy food as well at an affordable price. Now, yeah, you, well, with Delhi Door, that that will be available from uh, if people want to try um, a bush tucker or native cuisine, whatever they want to call it, yeah. um, and then they'll be able to purchase it online. And um, Delhi Door will cook it fresh. It will be a fresh meal that they're buying, and um, and they'll be able to we'll be able to share it with them, and then you know it's out there, and then they don't have to go to the supermarket where they can't find the ingredients. They'll be able to buy it, like, you know, there online. And I think that's a great thing that we can do that. And it will make these uh, products actually known to a wider... A wider audience, yeah. yeah. And and it's about sharing it with the uh, the wider audience because a lot of um, our fellow Australians, they don't even know what bush tucker is, you know, or bush foods, I call it. I call it bush foods because I use the plants and I use everything that I can. And I've always been using them from day one because I grew up with them yeah. as a young girl because our, our lifestyle was living on the river and whatever we could get. Yeah. But we had a healthy lifestyle. And the bush uh, food the ingredients are very healthy. There's no fat in the kangaroo we use. It's the only sweet we had was honey because most of the native berries and that have a very tarty flavour. Yeah. Nothing so sweet. So, yeah, that's why we had a healthy diet. Will they be sourced only from uh, the Sydney area, or they'll be from... Oh no, no, no! The growers, uh, the growers with the finger lines, they they grow them in abundance on the north coast and around Sydney. And um, now everybody's starting to grow the herbs, like the river mint and uh, the lemon myrtle. You can grow that in your backyard. Yeah, the, the the tree of the bush. This is quite uh, unusual, but yet excellent. It's really good. Yeah, and the salt bush is very popular now because yeah. I see some of the supermarkets, um, a couple of supermarkets around that have it. And I know one of the guys from out west, like out in the Orange Dubbo way, he's um, growing salt bush in abundance. So he supplies a lot of the restaurants and that as well. So another ingredient that they've finally used now, it's expensive to buy. That was when I was growing up, the, the sheep and the lambs used to eat that. They used to call, and that's why I think they call it salt bush lamb. 
that's good to know. I didn't know that before. And, that, and that's what I do. And not only that, I take it back to our community because with the young people that I teach, we do a lot of the basic cooking in the classroom or when I had the school down at Dharma down at West in near the carriage works there in Wilson Street um, we had access to our and the kitchen and everything and everything was done on the premises so we used to make up the uh, jams and pickles and all that sort of stuff and take them down the Ebley markets and sell them put the money back into the school so that was another adventure that was my first adventure really yeah 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 and that's at the heart just a stone throw from uh, the uh, NCIE from the community and everything, but I'm still in the community and I'm still working and, yeah, so it's all good and hopefully I keep my health to continue to do that. Put us out there as Aboriginal people and what, and not with our food, with the bush tucker stuff and I've been able to also travel overseas to Terra Madre and that's a big conference that was in Italy, but I've been over there um, many times now. And still tirelessly innovating. I also um, do my own re- recipes and I think about what I can change and what I can add and what's out there. And, you know, like working with Delhi Door, it's just amazing because we come together and we share our knowledge. And, and that's great. And I think it's really great. And then now we're going to be able to share it with the whole of um, Australia by putting it out there online and it's all fresh, yeah. you know, so it's all freshly made. Now, before I let you go, anything you'd like to add that we haven't covered that's really important to bring to the attention? Oh, no, I, I think it's a great adventure for me and I'm very proud to be a part of it. The main thing that, like I said, we're going to be sharing it with the whole of Australia and they will have access to it. That's the main thing because, like I said before, it's very hard to get the ingredients. They used to be on the supermarket. I think one day they will come back very soon, as soon as the growers are ready to put it back there. And I'm waiting for that day because um, I think that'll be great. And I'll probably have a plan to do that as well. So, yeah, I'm always thinking, always thinking about our culture and who we are as Aboriginal people and everything comes from the heart with us. Do it with your heart and soul, then it'll happen for you. Auntie Beryl, it's been a great pleasure talking to you and thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. No, thank you so much for having me. And thank you for putting it out there for us because it's um, working all together to make it happen. And that's the way Australia is, you know. We have to work together to make it happen, no matter, matter where we come from. And I can see that happening now. We go around in circles, but I can see it happening in our, our community with the young people now taking responsibility. And hopefully we continue to do that. And if we as elders show them the way, then they can continue and then it's their responsibility. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. 